I'm Chris DiStefano. I am Sal Volcano. There you go. Yeah. And uh, it sounded like you said saddle. It did, You want right? to do it again? Saddle. Do it again. I'm saddle. I See, now, I'm, now it's in my yeah. head. Yeah. I'm saddle. You're saddle. I'm Salvatore, really. Should we name the podcast Saddles with saddles. Blazing Saddles? Christopher, Christopher, you get called all the time. I rarely get called Salvatore. Salvatore. My mother calls me Christopher yeah. all the time. My name is Christopher Paul Anthony DeStefano. Paul was my dad said, so I was born in August 26, 1984. Christopher Paul DeStefano. Anthony's confirmation. Somebody's name. got a, a B-Day coming up. Yeah, I got a B-Day coming up. But, but my dad wanted to name me Joe. Just J-O-E, Joe. Not Joseph, just Joe. And then wanted to change my middle name sometime around early 1985 because he had read around Christmas time that the number one name of 1984 amongst homosexual men was Paul. <laughs> <laughs> so, so my what, dad... What, what, is, what literature is he reading? My dad... Well, that's the question my mother had. It was like... T- Tony, what, b- Get, what, why? Gay annual? Yeah, what are you reading? You're, yeah. That's the thing with my dad. It's been, you know, my whole life has been like, you're so, are you gay? Don't you wonder where your parents get their information? Because my parents drop some bombs on me. And I'm like, where have you read this? And they're like, I read it. What does read, it matter? Uh, what does it matter? Yeah. I mean, well, your dad, you know, I met your dad a few times. I mean, he's the most diesel 70-year-old I've ever met. <laughs> Apple cider event. When's the, when do you think, if you had to guess, <laughs> is the last day... He's not taking a shot of apple cider vinegar. Uh, two decades. So you, you you would say 20 years in a row consecutively hasn't missed a day. About- he gets Bragg's organic apple cider vinegar with the mother. Apparently the mother is like all that yeah. they call it the mother. Yeah. It's all the extra like coagulated bits in there that give you yeah. the real nutrients. Yeah. He says it's a cure-all. It's an appetite suppressant. It's it, it's it's good for high blood pressure. It helps you sleep. It wards right. off infections. Blah blah blue. He takes it all the time. God bless him. He puts it in a shot glass with uh, a teaspoon of raw honey, and he does it every single day. Uh, guys, ra- the guy's rarely sick. Well, I'll tell you when we were doing when I did your cruise when I was on the Impractical Jokers cruise um, uh, a few months ago, I was worried about your father because I hadn't seen him in about three or four days. We're on the high seas. And then I went to the gift shop, and I saw that one apple cider vinegar container had been bought, and then I knew he was safe. <laughs> <laughs> I said, he's still here, because I said to the lady, I said, when, when was this bought? And she said, about an hour ago. I said, you sure? And she's, I didn't even have to ask who it was. I said, I know who it is, and I just, he's safe did, in did, his room. Did you, did you ever take it? I've ta- yeah, I, t- I used to like, take it. It's pretty pungent. I would take that. It's not an easy swallow. I would take that. With, I got to stop wearing shorts if we're going to do podcasts, by the way. Well, I got bruises, and my legs are pasty freaking white. Full disclosure, I was in shorts. We did a check to see what we looked like on camera. Right. I lo- felt like I looked like Jabba the Hutt. I told you that. I told you Jabba the Hutt. Not I felt like I looked like him. I kind of looked like Jabba the Hutt, and I had to do everything I can to then make you believe I don't look like Jabba the Hutt. But Hutt. then what you also said was funny. You said, I put on jeans because I don't want to look like a salted ham. Yeah. That's what you said. <laughs> That's right. And it's funny that when a human being feels as if they look like a salted ham. Sometimes, you, sometimes <laughs> a salted ham is very appealing. You ever, see, you, ever, you ever work at a deli? Well, I've never worked at a deli, but before, just just I just so you clear yeah. and the audience is clear, you're gonna. I think about to ask me if I've ever had salted ham, and the answer quickly is no because I've also I've told you I've never had a pork chop, goat cheese, and never seen the movie The Godfather. So you need to know the know know those three things about me if we're gonna start this podcast, which is insane. So we just ordered lunch, which is on the way, and I ordered a pork chop, and right. you reminded me what I what I knew, which is you never had a pork chop. And by the way, pork chop maybe my favorite. 
cut of meat for dinner. Interesting. I don't have it often, and maybe that's why. But it is when it's done right, it's harder to cook. But it's lean and perfect and juicy and succulent. It's not as heavy as a steak, and it's not as shitty as a, it's a real nice cut of meat. Right. I, I, I. Is there a reason you haven't had a pork chop? I don't think my mother. Oh, I'm sorry. My my aunt told me. When I was a kid, that if you put salt on a pork chop and leave it out in the sun, maggots will come out of it, which I think is true for any meat. But she told me, I, I don't know if that's true. Wait, you don't mean like, you mean they have to first grow, bake in the heat, and then grow just like any other bacteria. You don't think there's just, you don't think there's like uh, benign maggots in pork chops that just don't come out unless they get salted. I thought any piece of meat, like if I had a chicken cutlet right now and I left it out in the sun, maggots would come out of it. How long? I thought, I don't know. Raw? But I could, but here's the thing. Raw. Raw. Oh, raw. Raw. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. If you leave a piece of raw meat out in the sun over time, you're going to get maggots. maggots I think, are if, you but are the maggots a, I think if you leave a body out in the sun over time, you're going to get maggots. But does that mean that the maggots are inside my body right now and they get activated with the sun? No, I don't think there's maggots that are just keeping it on the down So then where do the maggots come from inside the body? If I haven't touched the body... For me, it's unclear, and I don't want to speak at yeah. it. I don't want to make you feel like I have an authority on maggots. Yeah. I'm, and I don't really know much about much, but, but I think that what happens is bacteria begins to form, and then something cajoles about. Right. And then something connects, and then maggots come out of that. Like, they're birthed out of, like, inf like, like, uh, like, like... Cells or something? Like, uh, bacteria. I, no? It's very. I, I don't know, but but it's just always been a mind. What, what happens? Thing. Let me more blow your mind one more step. Yeah. What happens when you leave maggots out in the sun? Do maggots come out of maggots? Who knows? That's the kind of questions we're asking here on this podcast. We don't know what the podcast is yet. We don't know what the podcast is yet, and we don't know the name yet. We're thinking right now, "Hey, babe," with Chris and Sal, or S Sal and Chris present, "Hey, babe." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or we, we, we don't know what to call it. I mean, I don't think we've ever addressed each other without saying "Hey, babe" first. "Hey, babe" first, and there are other podcasts. Your idea, that, his idea, and I was like, you know what? That makes sense to yeah. me. Yeah, and then you know, would our fan base be the "Hey, babes," the "Hey's"? Could the be the babes. Could be the babes. Could be the babes. But it's just one of those things where we're not sure yet. We just wanted to start a podcast because we um we feel uh that we you know we have we have a, we have a, we have a lot of fun together. So we've been trying to start a podcast for like over a year. Well, over a year, me, you, and Tim Dillon. Yes. But then Tim Dillon moved out to L.A. That, and has moved into the desert. That ship has sailed. Yeah. That yeah that that ship has sailed. But uh, he's moved into the desert. But no, we always like we always we go on the road together a lot. Always, yeah. And we always find ourselves in laughing fits, H hysterical. And we're just like, why don't we just try to like uh, bring the joy to other people? No, dude, I'm down for it. I, I I'm I'm excited to do this. We have our man, homeless pimp. Uh, which which by the way, we've said some of the hardest we've ever laughed is you know we like a guy who's got a funny name, a wild name. You know, I don't know him personally. But anytime we hear Machine Gun Kelly, it's just a very, very, it's, a, it's very funny to think about. We were in Denver yeah. with uh, Pete Davidson was performing there. And it was one of those things where Pete Davidson hangs out with Machine Gun Kelly a lot. And uh, we're in the green room of the Denver Comedy Works. We're about to go. And then I said to Sal, I said, you want to go over to Denver Comedy Works? We, 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 they were in the green room. You were, you were doing, you and I, you were headlining the theater. I was opening for you at the theater. And then. Pete was headlining Comedy Works Denver. He was just there with him, Ricky oh, Velez. He, he like did that thing. Pete could do that. 
It's crazy. Shows up. Shay, Shay and Pete do that. Yeah. I think they're like, I think I'm going to perform this weekend at this place. And, and then there's like eight sold shows. Out. <laughs> eight shows sold out. I, I was like, I mean, I was very lucky to perform at, at the Paramount, I think it was. The who Param- I think they share. A, I think they run. I think it's all like the same owners of Booker's, yeah. He know that. Yeah, but I, I was happy. But I do have to sell for like six to eight months to get that done. And it's one of those things where it's like, you know, where, where, where. Comics. Are, they comics, come, you know, they're, they're there in Denver. And we're like, you know, let's go hang out. And then, you know, Ricky texts me. Great Ricky Velez, great comic, I th- uh, awesome, good friend of mine. And he's, um, and he says, he says, yeah. He goes, you know, there, there's room in here. It's a little tight. He said, because you know, Pete's here, and then also Machine Gun Kelly. <laughs> and then you have to ask yourself. I'm a fan of Machine Gun Kelly's music. I Salas. You have to ask yourself. You know, I said to myself, we're in the van on the way there, and I said, you know, I got a three year old daughter. Sal's forty. <laughs> are we going to be in a? Are we at a point in our lives right now where we yeah. want to be sharing a space, albeit we're fans, with a guy who goes by Machine Gun Kelly? Yeah, has that ship sailed? And you know, it's nothing against him. No, he might be terrific. It's just that something comes with a name, right? I just said to you, I feel like Job of the Hut. Yeah. So you, when I say that, you get a sense of what I mean. Right. When someone has an automatic weapon in their name. <laughs> in their name. Yeah, I don't know what we're stepping into. You know, one day you want to have a family and all yeah, that. Yeah, and, and I have my daughter, and I just feel like, you know, you know, the machine gun Kelly, it's like something you do when you're in your 20s, you know, you want to have a party a little bit. Not when Those guys are still in their 20s, I think. Well, Pete is, right? Pete's in his yeah, 20s. Pete's a young kid. Ricky might be 30-ish, but they're still very, they're still, you know what? Uh, they still haven't uh, worried, like they have never thought minute on the lips Lifetime on the hips. No. They have never thought no. that. No. They're very thin, and I don't think they work at it. Yeah, which, by the and way... that sets us apart. Ricky Velez, if you don't know... Ricky Velez, if, if you should know his comedy, but if, just in case you don't, he was in Pete's movie, King of uh, Staten Island, um, which just came out. Great movie. Go check it out. But Ricky's... What I loved it, what was funny to me about that movie is when Ricky got shot in the movie... I want to see it. So I was probably, oh, you haven't I, seen it? No, I want to. I, so I just I've told been, you, Ricky got shot. Sorry. He gets shot? Ricky gets For shot. Real? That must have been so fun to shoot. I gotta ask him about Ricky that. Ricky gets shot and then goes to jail, but then you never find out what happened to him. You never find out anything. Get out you of get here. Out of, the movie just ends and you're like, all right, well, I guess I'm just gonna have to constantly now think about is Ricky dead or alive and how long was his prison term? Wow. Yeah. So but so but but more so we were laughing because we always we were pontificating what do you call machine gun Kelly when you when you know him? Like is do it you call him machine? Do you call him machine or like what about when he's going to the doctor's office? Is it is it uh, Mr. Kelly? I wonder is where Mr. Machine. Do you know if his real name? He's not Kelly. That's a whole moniker. Do I, well, what, is Machine Gun Kelly's? Yeah, Mike's gonna look they, up. Oh, they probably call him his real name. Which yeah, I don't know what it which is. is. But they wouldn't tell us that Bill Smith is there because we don't know who that is. Right. So Ricky has to tell you Machine Gun Kelly, and then we say. Like I don't know if I would go hi, hi Machine Gun Kelly. I'm, yeah, I don't know what I would I'm say. Sal. Yeah, hi, hey, yeah, Mister Mister Machine or yeah, Mister yeah, Gun. Mister Gun. Oh, oh God. okay. So, oh, Col- I remember that Colson. Yeah, Colson. Yeah. Oh, I thought his first name was Colson. Okay. Richard Colson Baker. Oh, so Rich, Rich. They call him call Rich? Rich. I don't know what you call. Does anyone no, know I what you call? Call Machine. Like, but what do you call any of these people? Like, I don't know. You know, like what do you call freaking um, anybody? The weekend. The weekend. What do you call the weekend? Hi, the weekend. Hi, the weekend. And you don't want to disrespect. You don't yeah. want. To, you don't want to shorten it. You don't want to say, "What's well, a weekend?" Yeah. Hey, you don't know me like that. Yeah. Like, what do you say? Please. Like, hey, hey, weekend. Have Please, a good my weekend. father was weekend. Call me the. <laughs> <laughs> now, no, it, I, yeah, like, yeah, the weekend. Yeah, what do you call? It? Yeah, I don't know. They probably call him his real name. That's probably what it is. Does anybody know? Do his we real make name? a mistake not making like fake like f- names for ourselves for the public? It's one of those right? things. I think we did in a sense, but it's one of those things. What would be your name? Where it's like. 
I don't know what my name would be. I, well, what are you talking about? You name you have a hundred nicknames. I know. I know. I have a hundred. It's Chrissy, then whatever you feel. Chrissy, whatever. Yeah, Chrissy Conquistador. Yeah, Chrissy <laughs> Bitch Hips. Like, whatever. whatever Crystal <laughs> Clear Chrissy. Crystal Clear Chrissy. Chrissy Conspiracies. Yeah. yeah. Um, Chrissy Colonoscopies. <laughs> I just, yeah, I could just. So I guess I do have the names, but I feel as if, like, being a white guy in entertainment we're not the, we don't we go by usually the first and last name and a black comedian usually will go by a nickname or just their first name or like a like natural earthquake. disaster <laughs> <laughs> earthquake yeah earthquake yeah so he goes on tour with um he, tsunami and he, go, uh, he goes on tour with tsunami <laughs> volcano he can go yeah. on tour with you um i think um yeah i think i think yeah as far as that goes i mean machine gun kelly it's interesting i just always remember anytime i think of denver I think of us laughing about Machine Gun Kelly about just I didn't, don't know how to say hello. Yeah, I don't yeah. know how to say hello. So, no, I know he probably goes, "Hey, I'm rich." Or but it's right. but the thing is with guys like Sal and I is we sat. You have to understand, normal people would say, "Oh, we don't know what to call him, but we'll figure it out when we get there." Sal and no. I didn't show up because we weren't <laughs> sure what to call Machine Gun Kelly. So I made up an excuse that said we're not coming, and then yeah. we just went to Sal's room and smoked sativa. Yeah, that's a sativa. <laughs> what, oh, sativa. sativa. Sativa is you put in your I think coffee. that's stevia. Oh, stevia. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, we smoke sweet and low. <laughs> we smoke sweet and low because no. kids don't do drugs. <laughs> no, this is no, but like that is how I live my life, and I also wonder how I have any even mild success because I am a coward. Yeah. Yeah, same. I'm I mean, no, I'm, I'm not coward, but I, I I won't back down, and I'll stay on my ground. But I also am scared of a lot. Right, I'm scared. I, I, I confront not confrontation. You know what? No, you know what? I take everything I just said back. I'm, I'm talking. I'm free associating my feelings right now, and I realize that was misguided. I I Thank don't you. like to be met with any type <laughs> of opposition. Not right. I don't mean opposition, but like you're not confrontational. If, if there's if an I issue, was Chrissy confrontational, we wouldn't be friends. Right, right. But if you if we're like, uh, do, do we are we supposed to hang out with Machine Gun Kelly? Right. I I would say like I uh, I don't even want to I don't even want to find out. Right. Exactly. Yeah. And that's I kind of being your friend now for that's probably uh, why I never ended up sleeping with Cindy Crawford and I had a chance and you had a chance, but yeah, yeah but you were like, what am I going to do? I know it'd be nah. great. Can you imagine? Uh, I would. Uh, she I was can't my imagine. number one. Yeah. Uh, I, uh, it was Alyssa Milano in like grammar school, but then when I got to college, yeah, Cindy Crawford. I would say the most the, the thing in that I've masturbated to the most in my life, sure, is Jamie Lee Curtis dancing in True Lies. True Lies, because yeah, there's a little bit of a nip slip around minute uh, forty seven oh one. You've seen Trading Places? No, I've never seen Trading Places or The Godfather. You've never <laughs> you've never seen Trading Places with Dan Aykroyd and and, and, and Eddie Murphy? No, I got a story about Dan Aykroyd though. Let's hear it. Yeah. Do you, have you ever tell you the story about Dan Aykroyd? I don't believe so. <laughs> okay. I'll st- so, I'll, I mean, even if I have, I won't stop you so they can hear. Okay. So Dan Aykroyd, so again, the thing is, my dad sometimes tells tall tales. Yeah. But when my mother co-signs it, then you know it's true. Sure. So my mom, very young when she was pregnant with me, 23, 24 years old, beautiful woman. And my dad's like, you know, just my dad, yeah. right? So they're out. My mother's pregnant. Mm-hmm. They're laying in Central Park. They got a. She has a blanket covering her. Your dad went to a picnic date. Yeah, my dad went. To a I don't even. From what I know, I can't even believe I'm it. I'm telling you, Dad. I'm telling you. Well, he he was definitely in like black socks. Oh, 100 yeah, percent. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, black socks, freaking Yankees batting yeah, yeah, yeah. practice yeah. jersey. 100 percent. Yeah. So 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 my dad. He, uh, he bought like a little like 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 a little like a salami log. Yeah. Like just <laughs> something, but then didn't cut it and crack because he just bit it like a bit it like that. Well, yeah. did, did I ever tell you about the time real quick? My dad. <laughs> we, here's what me and you are gonna need to do. <laughs> yeah. We uh we might be able to call this like ADHD because we go 
we have to remember what to come back to. Well, should we call this podcast to tell you about the time? <laughs> Did I tell you about the time? All right, that's on the that's on the table. On the table. Okay. Okay. So so, so go salami. Go back to Dan Aykroyd. Then I'll come back to Trading Places with Jamie Lee Curtis. That's what we'll do. Okay. So we'll do one, two, three. So yeah. wait. So I'm gonna go with the salami first yes. to get us to tell our story to get us back to Central Park, and then I want to end with and Trading Places. The Curtis. So 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 my um dad when I was like 13, 14 years old, I had a he used to come to my mother's house to watch me or whatever. And we had a dog named Cruella. It was a Dalmatian. We named Cruella. And she had a toy, a chew toy, that looked like a piece of salami. And my dad didn't know that. And I was in the bathroom. And my dad cut a piece of, the, of our chew toy and ate it. And again, I still... <laughs> and, and ate it. Ate it. And again, Put it in his mouth. No, he ate it. And then again... It, his brain, the synapses <laughs> didn't connect. He, the taste, he... He didn't realize it didn't taste like Genoa. My dad's a full monster. He just swallowed, like, like, like that, that's that's what do you call that stuff that's in plastic that gives you cancer? Styrofoam or something? I don't know what it is. What's PB free? Is it um? Is it uh? Parabens? What is it called? Par? Yeah, yeah. I don't. Know. Your dad's you swallowing it? a chew toy my, my before he realized it doesn't taste like cured meat. Yeah, he's he's so so again. We have no idea. Then. I don't know, because he doesn't tell me. He thought he just ate a piece of salami while I was in the bathroom. <laughs> so then we go out, and we always he would take me to Farmer's Oval Park in Ridgewood, Queens, and we would I would shoot jump shots, and he would grab the rebounds. And then he was grabbing the rebounds, and he goes, they got a bathroom over here? <laughs> and, then, and then I'm like, and then I'm like uh, I don't know, Dad. I mean, it's the park. He goes, yeah. He goes, all right, let me, let me see. And, so he comes out. There's no bathroom. He goes, Chris, it's an emergency. I'm gonna have to go behind a tree. I can't. I'm gonna have to go. I'm gonna have to do it. I said, What's going on? He goes, Your mother overcooked the salami again. You're shitting me. I swear to God. How is your dad not a billionaire? I know. He needs his own show. I know. And everyone needs to just shut up. Well, I'll tell you what. I had another. I, I I'm Chrissy. The other nickname I have is Chrissy Pilots. I'm always. I always get a pilot, and then I, my show never gets picked up. Which is Wait. the same. I had an animated show in development for Comedy Central. I was just told yesterday it's gone. Oh, no. yeah, gone. that's all right. We're gonna breathe new life, and that's elsewhere. All right, that's Comedy Central doing. isn't the the, the 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 buck doesn't stop. Oh yeah, there. Comedy Central. My special size size thirty six waist yeah. gone. Uh, animated which, show I know, gone. Which is it's follow up to size thirty eight waist. So I was gonna and what, all the work you did to drop the two all inches. The, yeah, now it's like fuck if, with the depression. It might be size forty waist now. Oh my god, what can you do? Either either one works as long either as you're one, not still thirty eight. So, but I I will tell you, it is my goal in life. To have uh, hopefully five comedy specials and everyone be the waist size that will never deviate. I love deviate. that so much. You know, yeah, yeah. I love yeah, that. I want Another reason I wanted to do this podcast is exactly what just happened. So we we tour together. We spend a lot of time we together. We talk all, all Sometimes the time. Sometimes we're together for like four, five, six days in a row, morning, noon, and night. Yeah. Bre breakfast, lunch, and dinner, yeah. shows, green rooms, right? Yeah. And we have shared a lot of personal stories. Absolutely. You have a power, a superpower. I don't know what it is, and I say this to you all the time. I... I always think I've heard every story. Right. And then you, you'll you drop a story on me where your dad ate a chew toy of salami and thought it was real and then and almost had to be hospitalized. Right. That's like a story you lead with. Yeah. Never heard it. No. It, do you tell that story or it didn't occur to you until I said salami? I didn't think or of it. Does it bang around in the back and you just never really... I've I've remembered that time, but I've never even thought to say it anywhere because I nobody very rarely in my podcast where we talk about salami. Right, right. <laughs> well, my point is, and I see this all the time. Like, how have you never told me that? I always say that to you. Right. How have you never told me that? Yeah. And you're like, I don't know. And I'm like, I never. You have. It's it's. I said people need to hear these stories. Yeah. Well, that this is the podcast where that we'll yeah. feel like we'll hear them. People need to hear these stories. With people Sal need and to Chris. hear these stories with Sal and Chris.
It's on the table. Yeah, it's on the table. So yeah, Mike's marking it, Mike's marking it down on what's on the table. Homeless yeah. pimp is what we'll call. Well, well, we'll call him homeless pimp, but we call him Mike. But you guys call him homeless. Pimp. I asked him uh, earlier. Talk to me. You look about great, by the way. Well, you know what it is. I'm just trying to look like. Uh, I mean, I got my fucking thigh out. It's brutal. I feel, I'm putting this here to hide. Yeah, you know, hide half of the hut. Here we go. Uh, yeah, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm comfortable. Yeah, you look good. Thank you. I asked him why homeless pimp, and he just said, you know, it was it was a name he picked for his Xbox name long ago, and it stuck. And is it's that stuck. right? Yeah. No, yeah. it's good. Well, because it's like, you know, he's such a phenomenal, uh, you know, video guy and, and takes phenomenal pictures. Oh. And it's just like, we, yeah. we were like, he's going to help us. I thought he was going to come up here and turn on an iPhone 7 Plus. No, no, no. And no. then we were going to like, you know, and I was going to, there is, I don't know if people could see this, but there is, there is so much equipment. Oh, when, yeah. when he rang my bell, I opened the door and he had a cart yeah. full of like equipment. And he goes, I'm going to need to make. It was already full of equipment. Yeah. And he goes, I'm going to need to make a couple, of, a few more trips. I was <laughs> yeah. like, whoa, this is no, no, he no doesn't joke. fuck around. I mean, yeah, Sal, because by the way, this is, we're coming live to you from Sal Volcano Studios. We're in Sal Volcano's a room in Sal's house. Yeah, that's it. Um, so, so Sal's got one half of his uh, apartment. This is a joke. This is yeah. not, I don't keep this up in life. I should because it's funny, but I'm not that guy. Did you pose for that? What's the story with this? So, no, they, I did, I posed, yeah, I did. So it was season four or five they had the idea to do the ad campaign to be all of us superimposed into old paintings. Okay. And so they said I was going to be Sal with the pearl earring. And so I, I looked at the, I literally had the picture in front of me, the real one. And I was trying to like recreate over the shoulder. And then they sent us this as a gift. I thought it was hysterical. And I ended up putting it up for the show dinner party. with yeah, yeah. So I put it up for that as a goof. And then we didn't want it to be a white wall, and so we just kept this up. I, but think, it, I don't want anyone to think I'm some type of weird like guy who has oil paintings of himself <laughs> up in his house. If it's up to me, I say we keep this until one of the fans of the show would like to make an oil painting of Sal and Chris. That's right. Then we can move it out. Maybe we, when we figure out what the name of the show is, yeah. they can make like an oil painting, and we'll like that'll be the branding, and we'll hang that up here. Yeah, that, yeah. that's good. Um, so, so, uh, so... Salami. Eats a salami, so that's you know that's two thousand one. I want to take it back to nineteen eighty three. Yeah, late nineteen eighty. Oh, when I was born in August of eighty four. So this is the summer of eighty four. My mom's um Mattingly's rookie year, eighty three. I think it was. Yeah, when we're in a Mattingly jersey right now. Yeah, that's very nice. My my uh mom is laying down. You know, eight months pregnant. She got a blanket over her. They're having a picnic at Central Park, which I'm sure my father was dra dragged to. They go. My dad says, "I got to go take a piss." Goes up in Central Park in public, starts pissing behind a tree. Okay, this is real. Starts peeing behind a tree, just as as only my dad could Eventually do. Eventually, I want to know what your dad's parents were like. Yeah, that's yeah. what I want. I want to go. I want to. I want to get there. Yeah. Well, I think I, on the show we can explore that because I've actually never thought to ask what his parents were like. They both died before I was born. Okay. So, but with that, my dad's peeing behind a tree in public in Central Park, Sheep's Meadow, whatever. Yeah. With that, nineteen eighty four, strawberry fields, everything, piss, <laughs> yeah. just pissing on it. Dan Aykroyd comes rollerblading by down. I forgot this was about Dan Aykroyd. <laughs> yeah, this I forgot. And I, I just, this was like a, a, a this was like a, a, a M. Night Shyamalan type twist for me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Dan Aykroyd, that's what made me think of it. Dan Aykroyd comes rollerblading by, stops, starts flirting with my mother. My father sees that, sees there was a branch <laughs> by a tree, chases Dan Aykroyd <laughs> with the tree branch, and <laughs> Aykroyd rollerblades. <laughs> Rollerblades by, rollerblades by, and then with all that, it's Dan Aykroyd, Dan Aykroyd, it, it's it's Dan Aykroyd, but my dad. That's at his height. At his height, but from what my mother said, 
my dad Ish. yelled at Dan Aykroyd, fuck you, Bill Murray, stay away from my wife. <laughs> oh, oh, that stings. It stinks. So he called up. Did he know or did he not know? My dad knew that because Dan Aykroyd and Bill Murray were very famous. No, but did your dad think he was Bill Murray, which is what I think. But if your dad had the wherewithal to call him the wrong name because he think it would bite him. In the ass? Like like insult him or no? No, my dad... Just thought he was Bill Murray. I think my dad thought it was Bill Murray because that's not the first time my father has done that. Did I ever tell you... <laughs> wait, 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 wait. I got... I'll go. You, you go trading places and I'll tell you... This. I don't even have a story. All I'm telling you is she does full topless in trading places for like extended seconds. She's she's just beautiful. All natch. Wow. Natty ice. It's in the bank. That's yeah, in the bank. And, and, and God bless that woman. Yeah. I love her so much. Yeah. And now, you know, I do. I see her in the yoga commercials, and I, yeah. I have fond memories of, <laughs> yeah. of that. Yeah, you know, training places. Yeah. yeah. So, so uh, she's. By the way, she's she's she also was the spokesperson. I've been. She was with Team when T-Mobile was Voice Stream like twenty something years ago. She was, I believe, the face of all of T-Mobile of, of Voice Stream. It was called. Really? Yeah. She's. She went that hard. Had to be a lot of she cash. went hard in endorsements. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's where the money is. Activ Activia. Oh, Activia, yeah. The it's only way cultured, yeah. The only I, I, anytime I'm having a problem pooping, Activia is yeah. where I go. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. And now she did. She did Halloween again. That's. I would love to have her career. I would love to have her on the podcast. I would love to have her career. I would. I, I, I'll, I would love to have her career. We're gonna get some great guests on this podcast. That'd be wonderful. It's gonna be fun. If she's. I mean, she's probably listening. Yeah, I would say. Yeah, Jamie Lee. <laughs> how are you? Jamie Lee looks exactly like one of my aunts, so it's strange sometimes when you you know when you're like, oh, Jamie Lee, you're attracted to her, but it looks like one of my aunts. Yeah. So what can you do? Yeah. Um, but yeah, there was a time where my dad, we were sitting at Joe's Pizza in the West Village. We're sitting there. I was about nineteen. My favorite slice. Fantastic Joe's Pizza. If ever in New York, hit the West Village, go to Joe's Pizza. Um, <clears throat> we're sitting there having a slice. And um, and uh, I forgot what we were doing in the city. Maybe we were on our way to a Knicks game or something like that. My dad would always take me. That was my dad's uh, incentive for doing good in school or cleaning my room, whatever. It's like we take go to a Joe's? Knicks game. Oh, Knicks game. <laughs> jo yeah, Joe's. You, you, want, you want a square? One slice. Yeah. So we're there. And, you know, Joe's gets a lot of celebrities that come in there. And Steven Tyler comes in from Aerosmith. Oh, wow. Right. He comes in. And my dad's like, oh, this freaking guy, Steven Tyler. And he sits, starts sitting down. Steven Tyler's just standing there, starts cutting his pizza with a knife and a fork. And my dad goes, I can't believe this freaking guy with a knife and a fork eating the pizza in New York City like that. He goes, I got to tell him something. He goes, hey, Bon Jovi, that's not how we do this. <laughs> <laughs> and, then, and then people were like, what? Is Bon Jovi? Because nobody even noticed Steven Tyler. I was the only one that noticed him. So, so well, not I was the only one that noticed him, but he's, you know, conspicuous or whatever. Yeah, yeah. And my dad's like, yeah, I fucking... And then my dad just keeps saying, he's like, yeah, Bon Jovi. I, I kept saying, dad, it's Stephen Tyler of Aerosmith. But my, you know, my dad, like when he dropped me off that night, my mom was like, we met Bon Jovi. I'm like, it's not Bon Jovi. It's not John Bon Jovi. It's a different guy. It's the, my first concert ever. Yeah. June 29, 1989. John Bon Jovi. Bon Jovi, uh, New Jersey at Giant Stadium. They right. filmed the video to lay your hands on me. What was that? What's questionable? Well, here's the thing. First concert I ever bought a ticket for was Poison. Nassau Coliseum, February 14th, 1989. Interesting. I didn't end up going. Right. So I, it's like the first one I actually physically went to was, was Bon Jovi. I now have, have met Bon Jovi, sweetest guy in the world. I would, I would, Bon Jovi seems like he's a really just nice down to earth guy. 
He's got a very interesting haircut too. I, does he still have the, like his hair? Like, how's his don't, hair now? Well, don't let me, don't let me. I, that wasn't. I, I, we don't like. I don't know what his hair looks like right now. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But, uh, but I, I have met him. He has invited us to see him play. Uh, um, I, his family uh, wa- watched the show, and so right. his wife and children have been on set. And actually, one of his oldest daughters actually is a colleague of mine. Really? Yeah. She works on the show. I've been to one concert and one concert only in my entire life, and that's Britney Spears' The Circus. Prudential Center, Newark, New Jersey, 2006. That's the only concert I've ever been to in my life, period. I've never been to a concert. I can't even, I can't even, I can't even, I don't know where to begin. I, 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 I feel to like God. I, I feel like I'm going like, to just fucking combust right now. What, I don't understand this. You Otherwise, you you appear normal on the surface. I know. You, you've been to one live music event concert. One live a music. A proper concert. You've been to one in your lifetime. One. You're in your mid-30s. I'm 35 years old. I mean, how accurate was that? <laughs> yeah, yeah. If you want to consider that mid-30s, I'll take your word for it. <laughs> wait a minute. Wait a minute. Yeah. Wait, 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 when, where, when? Britney Spears, The Circus, to Prudential Center, Newark, New Jersey, 2006. So 14 years ago, when you were 21 years of age, yeah. what context did you decide to finally go to a concert? A girlfriend, my girlfriend at the time, said, I got last-minute tickets to Britney Spears, The Circus. Yeah. Do you want to come? I said, you know, I've never been to a concert. This will be my first of many. Let's do it. I go, I had a great time, never went to another concert again. Nothing in you, you love the 1975. I was just going to say, the 1975 is my favorite band. I had tickets in my hand for them, May 25th, 2020, MSG, pandemic happens. COVID city. COVID city. So if I would have been to a second concert, but China got in the way. You you don't pine to to see music or bands that you love or icons before they go go away or you don't ever want to be like or even just a live music experience outdoors even right like a central park lawn or like or when they have these festivals with like you know i mean don't get me wrong i kind of outgrew that a little bit i don't right. need to be trudging around in the in the heat and humidity with right. it that holds you down with water right so you don't die yeah, I don't and do i'm that. sneaking in a bottle yeah. full of vodka like an yeah. aquafina bottle full of vodka <laughs> underneath my sack right. i've done it i've done it but yeah. i'm past it right now i like to go the box. If I have the extra money, I spend it and I go right. enjoy it like an adult, like an adult, like yeah. well, not an adult, like an older person. I think. Right. I, I mean, but but I've been to. I, I will call it. Let me think about this. First concert, I was uh, twelve. I was thirteen. I was twelve. I was twelve and a half. And uh, why? Do we, when do we stop halves? If I was like, I'm. If I told you I was forty three and a point. half, would you think anything different of me? I would think that it's. I would odd. But I would say, but what I mean, you know, what, what I mean. Why, but why is it odd? I'm telling, literally giving you my age, though. Yeah, like if I turned 43 yesterday, or if I turn, I was going to turn 44 in a week, I would mention that. Right. If I'm in the halfway mark and I say I'm 43 and a half, all of a sudden I'm, I'm some weirdo. I've never thought about that. I would say maybe at 10 you stop. Like you can't say I'm 10 and a half. You know why half? You know why? Because as a kid, you always. You want to prove that you're older than you are because you that you, you associate that with being cooler, more mature, right. hanging out with the older kids, getting allowed to do more things, right? You know, and then some somewhere along the line, you pump those brakes. Yeah, when then you start to say, "I'm in my early 30s, my mid 30s, or my late 30s," right, right? Which I'm in. So now, let me ask you this question: When I turn 36, am I in my mid or my late now? Am I going into my you're late mid, 30s? You're mid to late? That's a mouthful, though. I'm I'm in my mid, mid to late, late 30s. No, you say mid. I'm in my mid 30s. 34, 35, 36 is mid. 37, I have to, if I'm going to tell the truth to people, mid which to is late? what I want to do on this podcast, I have to say late. Mid to late. You're at the end of mid, at the beginning of late. Right. You know what I'm saying? 38, 39, 39 you have to say I'm in my late 30s then. Yeah, I'm just about 40, you say, probably. I'm just about 40. Right. Nah, it's terrible. Yeah. It's terrible. It's interesting. Did something Dude. happen when you turned 40? 
Sorry. Men- mentally? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I tell you, I get less. I got less sharp. Yeah. No. Yeah. I um, I, for I think fifty is going to be the big one. Fifty is the big one. Yeah. Fifty, and which I'm now seven years from, or not yeah. even. I'm six and a half years. Six from. and a half years. Uh, fifty is different. Fifty Fif- is grandparent age. Yeah. It's uh, I think it is right. Uh, yeah. It, well, uh, that, well, that's the answer. minus twenty. Is it like if you have a kid at if let's say you have a kid at twenty five, right? And and at forty five, your twenty year old has a kid. Yeah, you could be in your fifties. Yeah, like I have, I I had my daughter at thirty. When I'm fifty five, yeah, she'll be twenty five. Within uh, reason, I know there's younger grandparents and older, but I think that's right. I just think it's like then you got to get all the tests. Everything's got to go up your ass. Everything like that. I know. And but uh, it's interesting because you know Giannis. You know I do the podcast with Giannis History Hyenas, and we've been making fun of him because he's got a kid on the way. And he's 45, going to be 46. So we're like, you know, when your kid is in kindergarten, you're going to be somebody's hey, grandparent. I, I mean, I have to have a family one day. I'm 43 right now. I don't have one. Like, you're going to be in the same boat? I'm going to be in the exact same boat. I mean, but do, what, what, does that it's bother now you? Or or? Never. I mean, you know, I really want my, you know, my parents to know my children. Right. You know, everyone's healthy. So that's what I think of my mind the most. But also, like, you know, my sister had my niece very young. My sister had her first child when she was young. Wrong. In her twenties, but like yeah. younger, and now my 16, niece yeah. is a, is about to be twenty, uh-huh. and my sister's only in, you know in her forties. And, that's, yeah. and I, they, I think that like they get a lot more life together. Yeah, like I, do I, you regret not having? Do you wish you would have had children sure, in your thirties or? I 20s? don't regret how my life has gone and where I am and who I know and how I spend right. my time, but um, I don't know if I would call it regret. Mm-hmm. I mean, if I had a kid, I think a lot of things would be different right now. Right, but also you're telling me that the thing I'm going to love the most in this world, I would have had another twenty years with. Right. So, yeah. That's a good point. I do. I do yeah, feel be- that way. Because I'll say, like, being a father, like, you know, I'm 35, I have a five-year-old, I felt like having a child at 30 felt right for me, even though it was a the surprise thing. He's nice. Because I'm like, you know what? When she's 21, I'll be 51. Not, not, certainly not, certainly not young, but not so old that I can't do anything with her. And I was just thinking, like. You might even like some of the same music. Like, yeah, absolutely. Like I think you said you might even like some of her friends. <laughs> you, say. you might even you might even be able to you hook might up be a able one. to go to concert number two with her. Yeah, yeah, with, yeah, with, with one of you. Um, no, so so I feel like it's a nice nice place, but you know, being a you pan- split the difference. Like. I split the difference, but you know, being a parent, it's just like you got to be able to sacrifice. You know, it's just there's so much sacrificing that goes on. Like I still feel very young. You know, being in my in my mid thirties, my approaching my mid approaching my mid to late thirties. I, I <laughs> approaching mid to late. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I find that the thing that you know the only draw not that there's a drawback, but it's just like you know there's a lot of time. A lot of my friends don't have kids yet, and they're getting to do not getting they're doing fun things, going to bars, doing things like that. Where I'm not, I can't do that because I'm like you know with my daughter sure. and doing that. But where, but where, guy? Like, if you're saying when you want to start a family, if you're 45, I think the urge in your mid 40s to go out and want to stay out to four o'clock in the morning is almost non-existent as compared it to your mid 30s. It does not exist. So it doesn't exist. So in other words, you're naturally you. What the hell? You want to? Stay, you're going to stay on your kid anyway. Where sometimes with me and my kid's mom, we're like still young enough. We're like, oh, we want to go out to five in the morning yeah. once in a while, but we don't. And it's yeah. not that it's a big deal, but. Right. That is, I think, a benefit of having a child later is your body and mind, regardless, was already like, I'm fucking done with the party sure. life. Sure. But then, if, but then if I croak at 75, I don't really have any time with anybody. It really, It's a real tragedy after it's that. A tr- yeah. 
But I mean, yeah. do you really want to live? I mean, you know, who are these people that yeah, want to live to 130 anyway? I mean, yeah, I, I wouldn't mind it as long as I'm not just like, dragging myself around. Yeah. You know, I don't want to. I don't know if I You'd really want to. fun old guy. Though. I don't want to. Li- I don't know if I want to live to see what the fuck's going to happen with this earth. <laughs> yeah. You know, but then again, if I if I bring a kid into it, they got to deal with it. Right. I don't know. It's a tough time to, to think about having a kid, but like it, I'm ready. Like if I don't have it now, like if I don't have one, I, I, I need to have start a family sooner than later. So, right. Because I can't start it at like 50 something. I mean, right. people are doing it, but it's still not ideal. Also, like. Taking your apple cider vinegar? What's going on? But I, I have been. I haven't. You know, like the last decade, I've been just busting my ass with work. And I guess you always find a way to make it work. But if I like had a kid, maybe I wouldn't have been able to push the limits and right. create as many opportunities for myself. You never know. I don't. I don't really know now. You're also the ultimate fun. You're all, the ultimate funkle. I would think is Thank is, you so is, much. is Mr. Salvocano. I take a lot of pride in that. Yeah. I like basically like basically since I didn't have kids, I raised like I helped raise. I don't want to say help raise, but like yeah, I was very very prominent in every niece and nephew's life. Yeah. Uh, so. I could. I was in shock one day when I saw, I came into the house and we were hanging out and I saw what I thought was a script. I was like, oh, would you get like a new movie role? They're like, no, it's my Christmas list for my family. I mean, this guy must have had <laughs> about 100 pages yeah. of items for yeah. the, everybody to say, if you are a member of the Sal Volcano family, <laughs> you're getting a Christmas gift. It doesn't fucking matter how extended it is. You're getting a gift. I didn't know you saw that. I yeah, mean, I it, was, that. it was a list yeah. Like this, and I was like, "That's that's how you know." I'm a big Christmas guy, though. I'm Huge a big Christmas, Christmas guy, guy, and I'm a big family guy. You put those together, it's fire. Now, are you? Bit. Do you play Santa for the kids? Are you? I did you? my whole life. Yeah, yeah, yeah I yeah. did. I did. Um, I used to put the thing on. They put them to bed. Yeah, and then I I wake them up cold. Yeah, so they're disheveled. Yeah, but I had the glasses and the beard, so they wouldn't know it was me. Yeah, a lot of then when they get like a little older, I would like ring the bell and drop the presents off, and then like. I, they'd hear me at the front door, right? But then when they woke up and they got to their door across the hall, I'd be at the at the at the front door, being like, "Thank you." Yeah, because at that point, like, I didn't want them to recognize me. Yeah, and then and then I, then a really tragic thing happened. One time I was gonna do it, and my youngest at the time. Now I have a new a new one year old and uh, one a one year old nephew, a two year old niece, right. and I have. Younger nephews that live across the country, but for here, like um, sometimes they'll visit for Christmas. But yeah. when it's just the family here, I had my my youngest niece at the time was like ten. Yeah, and you know the older ones get in their ear, and then maybe the right. younger ones find out a little sooner than the older ones did because right. they have an in. Yeah, like an right. informant. Yeah, and then uh, I was like, oh, you got to go to bed. You know, you got to. Um, Tiana's coming tonight, and then like I saw the youngest one with the second youngest one look and share a look like. They know. And you know, what they were doing then is how I don't reveal Santa's. Yeah. Whoever's, yeah. I don't reveal the truth about Santa, whatever that may be. Right. I don't know who's listening to this. But what I what I realize is I'm keep I'm protecting them and keeping the magic alive. The role reversed and they didn't tell me that they already had an idea wow. to protect me to save my magic because they know how magical it is. That I love that they, they broke your heart. They broke my heart, but they no, they didn't want to. They didn't show me that they knew. Right. They shared a look with each other. I caught the look, but it's to say as let's go to bed. But we know that we know what's going on. We know what's going on. And so then, then you but must they didn't felt- look at me. And so when they walked in the room, I actually shed tears. Yeah. Because I was like the like the hunt like not this <laughs> not this, but like the hunter becomes the hunted. Yeah. Not that, but something flipped there. The script right. was flipped and they were protecting me from not knowing no, that they yeah. knew the truth about whatever you want to tell your kids the truth about Santa. You believe you see that? That's uh, that's the way and, that, and that's like how life works. Eventually you start taking care of your parents like they took care of you. Exactly. I found out Santa wasn't real. Again, all true story, Queen Center Mall. Well, yeah. Alleged. Alleged. 
Oh, yeah, right. I found out, allegedly, Santa's still not real. Yeah. 1991, I'm seven years old. I never even thought about questioning, you know, this this person. But 1991, Queen Center Mall, where I would always go to, to get pictures uh, taken for, um, you know, with Santa. It's a different Santa, a nice blue-eyed Santa. My mother's, you know, young, pretty woman, as I said. My mother and Santa hit it off. They start dating. I can't. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? Do you see what I'm saying? We've maybe logged in 20,000 hours of conversation before this. I've never heard this. How do you not lead with these stories? I just, I don't, because I don't, Your I forget them. Your mom started Banging the mall Santa? <laughs> the mall Santa. Oh, my God. My mom. So so then goes on a date with the mall Santa and has to tell me that January, February, that that's where they met. Because I said, because I heard them talking and I knew who it was. And my mom <laughs> just had to say, listen, that's not Santa. It's Gary. <laughs> <laughs> So my mom dated Gary oh. for about two years, but the positive thing- And also that's seasonal. What's Gary doing for Scott Hall when he's, <laughs> when he's not there? Uh, so he was car salesman. No, he wasn't. I swear, yeah. No, he wasn't. I swear to God. He was a dual used car salesman slash mall Santa, Gary. Nissan on Northern Boulevard. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Unbelievable. Yep, so- But why didn't she just tell you that that because, was Santa's because, helper? Because-, because Santa. Why did your world have to come crashing down around you? Because it was 1991. It was either Christmas gifts or a really good deal on, on, on an Altima. So because 1991, Gary Claus, what instead of... <laughs> <laughs> don't forget, there's no cell phones, not a digital world. Right. Gary didn't want to let my mom slip away because he really felt he had a connection. So he had to put me down and get one of his elves to go get a pen and paper so he could write down my mother's phone number. And there was nothing. There was no way that this could have happened in front of me. So I watched this whole Holy thing happen. Shit. And the only option after that, after they hit off and started to actually officially date, was to tell me that, "Hey, Chris, again, your kid, you know, this guy, you know, Gary is Santa. Gary is not the real Santa." So then I said, "How does Gary like? What is? How does Gary get the gifts to everybody? Like, what is Gary? You know, like I don't understand. Like, so Gary is you're dating." Like the real guy, your 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 brain is not putting the. Because I'm like, you know, I see everywhere. Like, is Gary like? Are we safe? Like, what is a major celebrity? Like, I was right. like, can he introduce me to Michael Jordan? <laughs> like, you know, like I was like, who kid? What can I get out of Gary? Sure. Like, go to school and be like, yeah, my mom dates Santa. So yeah, if yeah. you guys need anything, I'm the guy. So wow. so and then they, but you know, it, to prevent me from thinking that you know Gary is actually Santa and, and fucking with my mind, they just told me, hey, you know, it's the thing that we tell people but what gary and i have is real love and that's real and talking about real love and then they broke up i wanted so gary to ruined christmas ruined christmas and then my dad was pissed about that my dad was like it's bad enough you got to bring gary in but now you know he ruins freaking santa wow. for everybody and my mother was like tony you're in prison so you not much, <laughs> you're not doing much better here you're calling us from jail yeah <laughs> wait gary where's gary today how yeah. long did they date they dated. I a, hope it was long, otherwise you you got spared Christmas for no reason. The back to back boyfriends my mom dealt with were one was Gary Claus, Santa ruined it. Then it's, don't the, tell me it was the fucking Mall Easter Bunny. Or no, something. the next guy. Could you imagine <laughs> the next guy she dated? The next guy she dated this guy Chuck. Okay, from Vermont. They went on a few dates. Chuck. Chuck. <laughs> I'm like waiting. I'm like, oh, what is this gonna be? Yeah, Chuck comes. You know, visits my mom. They go on a few dates. He's staying in a hotel. Really likes my mom, whatever. 
tells my mom, to, I want you to come to, to Vermont, you know, and hang out with me for a weekend. My mom's like excited, but you know, I don't know if I want to go to Vermont. I get strep throat, which I get strep throat constantly. I still get strep throat. I understand. So I got strep throat. My mom has to cancel with Chuck. Chuck flips out, like, you know, really angers my mother, flips out, whatever. They, you know, my mom's like, I'm not talking to this guy anymore. It's like, it's my son. I'm sorry I can't make the weekend, whatever. Flips out. That night goes and kills a bartender in some local bar in Vermont, life in prison. So they, they, it's, it's my, so my mother was dated Santa and then a murderer. Back to back. I swear to God. You never brought that up. 91 to 93. What, what are you doing? <laughs> yeah, are you like witness protection? Yo, yeah. No. You, Chuck flipped out that yeah. you couldn't go to Vermont and killed somebody. He killed someone Life that in prison. Night. Life in prison to this day. He might be able to listen to the podcast. I don't know what the new prison rules you know, are this with is, COVID. This is, this is how this is going. In like four podcasts, you're going to mention that Chuck was also your dad's prison inmate, but <laughs> yeah. you just decided not to mention that either. Well, how about this? So, <laughs> how about this? Well, how about this? How about this? <laughs> Put it on the docket. Put it on the list. So, so, so 91, to, 91, 93, 95 is, is every other year. It's, it gets wild. So 91, my mom dates Santa. 93, Chuck, Chuck the murderer. 95, Chuck the murderer, murderer. murderer. Chuck the murderer. There's a rekindling. There's a rekindling of my mother and my father comes back. My father. That I knew about. So my father, do you know what happens though? Tell okay. Me. So 95, my father comes back. He's in the house south for a week. One week. This I I I okay. I, I don't remember, but I, I remember it. He's in the house for a week. I'm excited. I'm like, you know, like, you know, if like first it was Santa, now right. it's now then that guy murders. Finally I got my dad back. Right. I feel safe. Everything's right. good. So the Knicks are playing the Pacers in <laughs> <laughs> in the in the finals. Oh yeah, that was that was what Reggie Miller? In the, yeah, in the Eastern Conference Finals, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. My dad's a big compulsive gambler, you know, like that's why I got thrown out in the first place, gambles, whatever. We're in there a week. My mother's cooking dinner. It's a beautiful, beautiful Saturday. I, it's amazing. I can still smell the mashed potatoes. Patrick Ewing goes up for a finger roll at the buzzer when he should have dunked the ball that would beat the Pacers and they would have moved on. I remember it. The finger roll backs out, uh, but, you know, finger roll instead of dunking it, backs off the uh, bounce off the back rim. My dad says, fucking Ewing every time. <laughs> Grabs a trophy that was on a shelf right behind the couch, throws it through the TV. My mother doesn't even turn around, is mixing the mashed potatoes, goes, Tony, pack your shit up and get out. <laughs> Last time my father was ever in my house. <laughs> Holy sweet Christ. Yeah, so that's what it is. Oh, so, yeah. You so. know how I was saying, like, I don't um, like any confrontation? Uh, I'll piggyback real quick on the Santa. Yeah. I lose my first tooth. Okay. First one. I right. get them. I get all the teeth. Right. And now I lose the, one, the first right. one. Under the pillow, my mom tells me, you know, oh, you know, you tooth fairy. And I, I heard about the tooth fairy. Right. I had friends that lost some teeth before. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I said, uh, all right, so tooth fairy. And she says, yeah, so, um, but the, I never really thought about the tooth fairy until it was, I lost the tooth. I, right. I knew of, of what it was, but I never really thought about coming into contact with the tooth fairy right. until I lost my first one. Right. So here comes, I lose it, and she, we're going to bed, and she puts the tooth in an envelope. Right. And she's saying goodnight to me, she's putting it under my pillow, and I, I say, oh, this is, this is terrific. So, uh, you know, I, at some point then, yeah. she's, yeah, the tooth fairy's going to come, middle of the night. Right. And, which I knew, but right. again, now all of a sudden it's real. Right. It's real now for me. Right. Some point they'll approach you, with however she said it. However <laughs> yeah. she said it didn't sound great. Right. At some time, a woman will enter this home tonight. She will approach you uh, yeah. while you slumber, yeah. and she will 
put her hands underneath the pillow where you sleep. She'll take Terrifying. what she needs and she'll put what she needs yeah. there and she'll leave and you'll never know. Or like that. Right. She didn't say that, but but she said the two fairies are coming in the middle of the night and she's gonna swap this out. And I said, Well, how's she, how's she getting in the house or whatever? Right. Well, she just it's like a magical whatever she said, magical thing. She gets in here and there. So she can enter and, and exit anytime she wants. Like right. we would never know. Right. No, well, she just comes when you're missing teeth or whatever. I get, but what if I don't, you know, want her to come or whatever? Right. Well, no, you lost a tooth, you put it on, you're gonna get money or whatever. And right. I said, All right, but I don't know, man. So she said goodnight. She went inside, put to turn the lights off. I laid there sweating bullets <laughs> for about I'll say I call it three hours. Right. Sweating bullets. Right. I went under the covers to the I was sealed. Right. I was yellow and blue makes green. It's sealed. sealed I zip yeah. locked myself under yeah. the thing. Yeah. I was high, probably breathing in CO2 like nobody's yeah, I, I business. I was going to say, I can't believe you didn't die of carbon monoxide. I know. And and, yeah. and I, I'm, I'm soaked. I'm soaked. And I'm envisioning outside the comforter this woman that the tooth fairy, she, she wasn't nice looking. Right. She was like almost like the tooth fairy, but like she just wasn't pleasant cool. at all. Yeah. And I just finally freaked the fuck out. I whipped the covers off of me and I... and uh. Oh, no, 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 no. I dozed eventually. I dozed. This okay. is what happened. This yeah. is what happened. I dozed eventually, and I woke up, and I was like, <gasps> and I just was like, I reached under my pillow, and I was like, please don't tell me this woman came. And I <laughs> I pulled out an envelope full of coins, and I knew it was heavy, and it shook, and it went to ching, ching, yeah. and I knew immediately she had been there. Right. And I freaked the fuck out. I went, ah! And I was like, what's the matter? She comes running. I go, ah, this lady came in the house. This fucking coins. I don't want it. I don't like it. Yeah. Because I, I knew I had to lose it more teeth, and I can't stop that. That's right. just biology. Right. So I was like, I don't ever want to see this woman again. No, no, no. I screamed. She, she literally was like, stop. I was hyperventilating. She goes, come with me. She walked me down the hallway into the kitchen, showed me the tooth, the envelope with my tooth in it right there, and said, I'm the tooth fairy, okay? Wow. I'm the tooth fairy. So first tooth, first night, three hours in. I've never believed in a tooth fairy ever since then. Since then. So I did work out a deal where she gave me money for, in exchange for the tooth, but we handed it <laughs> off to each other. <laughs> it, was an yeah, yeah. it was like, hey, I got it. Yeah, yeah. I, I got your tooth delivery. But now let me ask you this quick. Same reason I wouldn't go to machine. I, I, just don't, I don't know. I wouldn't, what do I call a tooth fairy? But did you do the thing that I did when it happened with Gary? Did you think that now the tooth fairy is made up, or did you just think your mother, you're the son of the actual tooth fairy? No. I knew my mother told me a tall tale. Right. And that it was all bullshit. And then from then, I wonder if I extrapolated that and was like, what exactly is real? Because I never really bought into the Easter Bunny ever anyway. Right. Because the Easter Bunny's not a human. So you look at Sandy like, that's an old guy with a, with a thing, and he, this is what he does. Right. But I knew that that wasn't a bunny. I never seen a bunny like that before. Right, right, right. A bunny is in a, he's, he's zipped up. Yeah. Uh, Santa is a human, he's flesh. He's flesh, yeah. Yeah, no, I was never really buying into the bunny. Into the bunny, yeah. But now, once that came into play, the Tooth Fairy... I was probably got cynical at an age when I really shouldn't have started to get cynical, but she had to do that for me to stop, to go back to bed and stop hyperventilating because I was so nervous. Because if you think about it, it's really not like, it's like this person's going to come through the walls right. and you're going to be sleeping and then she's going to fiddle around yeah, you know, while you're sleeping. It's, it's, it, the tooth fairy is one of those things where it's like, yeah, when my daughter loses her first tooth, I don't know what to do. It's also like, yeah, like I, especially with even like Corona, it's like, am I going to put... A, a, a germ, coro am I going to put a, a dollar bill under her? I mean, she could get COVID in the right, eye. Right. So now right. it's like, I guess I'll just, I'm going to have to Venmo her. From the tooth fairy. Tooth fairy at gmail.com. Yeah, and is. they're like, just check if you have anything from her. Because <laughs> yeah, yeah. of COVID, she can't go to houses. She can't go to houses, she tooth fairy. It's too Venmo. much germs. Yeah, and this, you know, the tooth fairy wears a mask That's and everything. hysterical.
You're gonna have to Venmo her everything. I'm gonna have to, that's what it There's is. There's no holiday. Santa can't come in either. No, nobody's coming. Not unless you got a mask on. You ain't coming I think in. it was a part of the fact that like Santa doesn't really come in your bedroom. No, Santa goes in the living room. It's unless, you, unless you sleep, unless your room is the one that has the chimney, which it's just bad luck. Yeah, but that's the odds are low. Yeah, you, odds are low if you're the baby with the chimney in your room. <laughs> yeah, I mean, odds are low. I mean, you, you I don't even know. I only know three people that had the chimney in their rooms. <laughs> and I know they're all fucked up now, man. No, but like Santa's <laughs> going into a communal space. Other people are in the home. Yeah. But this woman thinks she's going to sneak in the middle of the night in the dark, come in my room. This is a safety zone. Well, let me ask. Yeah, because the thing is with Santa now, it's like, let me ask you this. Santa, okay, so Santa comes to my house. I live in New York. When he goes to Florida, is he waiting there for 14 days? Is he quarantining after he drops those pictures? He can't. It, he it can't. can't. Unless, unless someone's going to drop us a memo that Christmas is, 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 is months long. Yeah. He can't do his job under the current conditions, and he's not above the law. <laughs> no. He bet, well, he may think he is, but I, get, I tell you what, he, he's going to find out it's the hard way. It's going to be an interesting December. Absolutely. It's going to be a very the interesting first December. one of our lives. Yeah, because how is he going to get all these gifts with quarantine? I don't know how he's going to do it. And then, yeah, am I, do I have to disinfect? I don't know what the hell's going on in the North Pole. What have been their issue? Have they, were they like Sweden where everything was open? What are the corona numbers? Also, in? they go year-round. They don't have time to sleep. They have no time You're to sleep. You're telling me if one, gets in, if one fucking dopey elf gets infected, they're all gone. That's it. They're all done. Sneezy? You think I'm fucking trust Sneezy? Sneezy, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, Vixen, Blixen, and Sneezy. Oh, no, Sneezy's one of the seven dwarfs. <laughs> so what? <laughs> Yo, not for nothing, though. If the dwarfs are real, Sneezy's added luck. Sneezy's out. I mean, unfortunately, he's Sneezy's out. out. luck. Yep, I'm not. I don't care if he has a mask on. If you're just sneezing nonstop behind the mask. Done. Bro, I don't care. The, that N95 is going to, it only has so much power in no. it. No, no, yeah. Some holding power. I got nothing to do. No, it's true. You ever see a sneeze in slow motion on YouTube? It's disgusting. Don't. You ever seen a fart on on uh, uh, the um, no. the red light? You ever, you ever, oh, you ever like seen a, like a fart like when the smoke like, actually like comes out of the ass? Or whatever? Yeah, and like in like a, when people fart. Like in the, the heat. When people fart metal detectors and, and the X-ray no, machines no, at airports, we're gonna look at that. Is we're that gonna, online? Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna look at those. Once Dude. once we get this the studio up to the, where we're gonna have it, that's gonna be the first video we watch. Yeah, you and by the way, if you've never seen a sneeze like a slow motion sneeze, I'm gonna tell you don't don't go look at it because it's, I live my life a certain way because I've been exposed to things like this. Right. You see, when someone sneezes, it is similar to like someone bombing us. Really? Like it is it is billions. I mean, you can't even it comes out at 100 miles an hour and it covers the whole room in a cloud of the of their germs and that's what they're saying like droplets, you know, droplets. Right. Yeah. Like we're throwing droplets back and forth right now. We're doing it right now, which is also why I was hesitant to do any shows. Right. Cuz if we're doing our job right, everyone's laughing and coughing and and slapping and <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And that's what we're, what are we doing. everywhere. That's like yeah. Good news for, for you though and and me in doing this podcast is I have a deviated septum so I can't get a sneeze out. So I'll always, I'll always be like, and it won't come out. You don't I, sneeze. I've never produced a sneeze in my life. I swear to God. This is wild. Yeah, yeah this is ne very wild. Once. And I've went, you know, one I, concert, never sneezed. Never sneezed. No goat cheese. No goat. No cheese. pork chop. Yeah. Never saw trading places. Yeah. Never saw Santa was the my Godfather. stepfather. Yeah. And Santa was your stepfather. Yeah. That's that is, is wild. That you I mean, don't that's sneeze. an episode right there. Folks. That is. That's a, that's whatever we decide to name. We, we didn't know what it's going to be. I don't know. Could it still be? I mean, listen. In post, we could do anything. I still, I like. Sal and Chris present, hey, babe. But then we also have a couple of them we said, going to tell you this. Did you write them down, Mike? You'll have to listen back. 
We'll listen back, but there's a couple of ideas in there that we can listen back. Did, did I? Did I? Yeah, I forgot what they were. Let me tell you this. Did I ever tell Let you that? Let me tell you this. Did I ever tell what you this? What about this one? I forgot what they what were. What about that? Hey, yeah. babe. I, it's all. They're all good. It's all good. We're still. We're still figuring it out. By the time this comes out, maybe we'll have banked a couple and decided on our own. Yeah. Or no, or this, does this come out with no name? No, we could come Oh, no, because this is going to come out with a name, so we will have decided. Well, if, by anything, well, at least we'll, we'll do in the before this podcast episode, once we've decided a name, we'll say, hey, guys, you're listening to whatever we say, and then the episode right. will play. But, but the people are hearing this right now. We might as well just leave this in. I want to do no edits, it, besides the one thing that I said. Yeah. I want to do no yeah. edits, besides if it's a huge mistake. But other than that, we'll just, you know. Also, like, no rules, right? No rules. No rules. Because like if we want to do a whole episode on like a true on something true crime like we could do that brought that up too yeah like whatever interests us whatever, whatever it's, interests it's us whatever whatever it is whatever it is yeah I, I've been watching Ancient Aliens I'd love to talk to you about that yeah all right there it is so that's for I I liked it I liked it I had what, so that much was an hour this right? was this is exactly like what what we, what, what we do in the hotel room with no mic all right all right. <laughs>